0: Hello everyone and welcome to another fine episode of the Joypad Podcast. My name is Tom. With me tonight are my valiant co-hosts, Mr. Michael Fleming and Megan. And we are going to come at you with a fun little topic we have today since Mr. Michael Pinto was unable to join us, but we hope you'll enjoy our episode nonetheless. Um, I'm going to get the ball rolling here. I'm going to pass it to Megan, uh, who will then have to Ooh. pass it to Mike Fleming, <laughs> who will give it back to me. And then I'll uh, I'll tell you what I'm uh, drinking, playing, doing all that fun stuff. So Megan, yes. what are you drinking, playing, and doing in this fine new year of, in fact, 2021? Ooh,
1: uh, as always, going into the new year, drinking my leaf water uh, brought to you by Wegmans, uh, some black tea. Sponsor me, please. Not sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Come
0: to Texas. We need you. (laughs)
1: Uh, I'm doing okay. I can't really complain so far into the new year. Uh, Game-wise, what am I playing? Still going through Cyberpunk. I picked up PGA, Tour, 2K, 1 million, whatever. It's a golf game. My brother plays it, and he injured himself, (laughs) and he's laid up. So I bought it to play with him. Um, It's fun. It's a golf game. Nothing too crazy.
0: Can you throw your club at the other golfers? I wish.
1: Just bring me Aww. back to what was the <laughs> NHL game on the Super Nintendo where you could actually have fights, and there was an octopus that I think that came out.
0: Uh, like 95 yes. or something. Yeah, I, I, remember, I, remember. I just remember beating each other up. It was great. <laughs> that was
1: my favorite part. Um, so, yeah, PGA. What else? The Forest. We've continued our descent uh, into the world of the forest. Still...
0: We're honestly just doing this episode to to finish up as fast as we (laughs) can to play more of The Forest because we all love it so much. It's such a good game.
1: It is. I love it. Um, Uh, You know what? Um,
0: Just on that note for a minute, I had a revelation the other day that The Forest is just, like, adult Minecraft. Mm-hmm. 'Cause you're all you do is you chop down trees, <laughs> gather rocks and sticks and stuff, and you build things and you make a, a den to protect yourself from the evil elements. The creeps but
2: but Yeah. But, but Minecraft doesn't really, to my knowledge,
0: have a story unless you build one, right? There there's a story mode for it. I've never played it, but yeah, there, yeah. there's an actual story to yeah. the forest. I'm oversimplifying over over greatly, <laughs> but it's just yeah, yeah. But I, I, uh, I just uh, had that little. Thought. No,
2: you, you are correct. It is a, it is an open world building game first and foremost.
1: Absolutely, uh, but yeah, that's about it for me, Mister Fleming. Hey, how are you? What are you drinking? What are you playing?
2: Uh, I am doing well. Happy New Year to both of you as well as all of our listeners um i am drinking a warsteiner german pilsner it is a very delicious beer a very simple one got it from wegmans not sponsored but they totally could in a craft your own (laughs) six pack uh, which is a great option at wegmans Wegmans. wegmans.com it really is (laughs) um and i also have some water for when the beer runs dry uh i have been playing more madden because i'm still in football mode as we get to the playoffs uh so i am currently on like uh 2044 as i mentioned in previous episodes i am just simulating and if i make the playoffs then i'll play um but overall just simulating to see how my franchise does uh it's the game gets a little easy once you play enough you know you start to learn how to beat the computer so like i've been trying to make it you know different like you know changing up my play pattern you know trying to do like only or predominantly running you know in some games because you know my team's really good, and I've learned how to play the game again. So, uh, other than that, though, uh, as you mentioned, playing the forest, which has been a whole lot of fun, and I still personally, at least, play War Selection, which has been also a lot of fun too. Um, they definitely need to patch China in that game, um, and I, I also—it's that bad, huh? It's <laughs> the problem is is that um, they they've got. Two very good units. One is a um, kind of like a dragoon, um, you know, so riding horsemen with a with a gun. Uh, pretty darn strong. Um, they also use horse archers in the early game like people do with Russia. Um, so you see that a lot. And then in the late game, their strategy is to make just infinite houses. They get like 140 houses and just keep making mass militiamen. And their militiamen are just too strong. They can survive multiple shots from like a soldier. And the soldier costs money and those units are free. It's reminding me a lot of mm-hmm. um, anyone that's played StarCraft. Tom, I know you did. I started to really hate StarCraft 2 when the um, Swarm host came out with the free, uh, what, are, what I forget what the units from them are called. But whatever their free units were especially, I just I could not stand that uh, time in the game right around Heart of the Swarm for anyone that played StarCraft. So uh, that's kind of what it reminds me of. and It's really frustrating. I can beat it. But the standard tactics in that game of like artillery, for example, don't do well. Germany does not do well at all against China because they don't have really any unit that counters it very well until later. Their flamethrowers are okay, but they're they're pretty pricey and they're very slow. So they kind of lose to the the mounted dragoons, um, the you know mounted guardsmen, I think, is what they're called. So been playing some more selection, um, and I, I actually wanted to comment, Tom, about your FFA overview of War Selection. I noticed it's done pretty well on YouTube, actually, compared to, you know, some of the other videos that have been posted. So it definitely seems like there's some interest there. I've noticed on uh, Reddit that there's a lot of interest around War Selection, you know, people starting to play and ask how to play the game uh, more effectively. I've answered a few questions. Uh, So we definitely should do some more videos on War Selection. I think we've got uh, a lot of content we can provide there to give people backgrounds on how to play rts games and also specifically how to play war selection
0: yeah i agree i mean you you probably i think i even said this in the video you probably have some more strategic comments that you could add to things um you know just in terms of game like that where i think i had the upper hand as a player against the people that i played against in that particular video Uh, it was pretty easy for me to comment on but i think you probably have some stuff for the deeper games um, and, and we just as a group, I think would be able to provide some good content there. I think there's, I think there's, um, opening there. Absolutely. Yeah, so. I agree. So we're, we're happy to fill it. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs>
2: um, I think that, I think that's a good idea. So anyway, though, how are you doing and what are you drinking and what is the topic for the evening?
0: I am doing pretty well. Um, it's my last day of Christmas vacation, uh, holiday vacation, unfortunately, but it's been a long one, so I have to come back to reality eventually. Uh, I've been playing the Spider-Man Miles Morales game with my wife, uh, a little bit of cyberpunk here and there, and uh, mostly <laughs> I've been watching a lot of goofy TV in between uh, playing <laughs> or uh, playing the forest with you guys. Um, I am drinking a fine green tea in a lovely little TV mug. Uh, I say TV, but it's actually Evie and a pun on the name Evie with T beginning... Uh, the name for our listeners. Uh, it was a Christmas gift I got for my wife that I've been using a lot for myself. Um, but I uh, I will be having a Dark Matter Porter later on to help me get to bed because I've been staying up stupid late on gamer <laughs> hours and I need to get back to office hours.
2: There's been a few nights that we have played The Forest till 2.30 in the morning, and that has been...
1: Oh, is really? it almost 3 a.m.? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs>
2: yeah. When Pinto kind of phased through time and it's just like, uh, I don't know what's happening. We looked at the <laughs> clock and we see it's like 2.40. And we're like, oh, guess it's time to probably log off now. So,
0: Guys, we really need to stop exploring this cave. Oh, but there's another path. <laughs> but there's there. more. There's, there's been a lot of that happening. Definitely. Shoot, I was just thinking... Oh, and, and I have been playing some Madden as well. Yeah. Um, as Mike mentioned, we were actually talking about this just before the call. Um, I'm not as far along in terms of years as he is, but I've been exploiting the, the crap out of the game. And I have both Bosa brothers on my team, both at a 99 overall, Fred Warner at a 99 overall, along with like 20 first-round draft picks, which is about the point in the game where I get really sick of it because it's just too much work to manage the draft. So I've kind of put that down. Uh, so anyhow, um, our topic this week is actually going to be about something that comes up quite frequently in Madden, yep. which is product placement in video games. Um, so just bringing up the obvious example there, I think we've mentioned it in previous episodes, uh, Snickers is a pretty frequent call-out in Madden. Um, I don't know if they did it this year, but there even used to be like a specific trait that was sponsored by Snickers in oh, the game. Oh god, I didn't know about that. I, I, I <laughs> yeah, haven't seen that. I think... It, <laughs> it was like stamina or something like that it was like stamina presented by snickers <laughs> I was like, what are you doing <laughs> there's another um product in that game too isn't there fleming i forget well the the predominant one is nike by
2: far and that's because nike nike is, is sponsoring the nfl so i'm sure that ea was kind of required to put them in there so it's not the the best case but there's there's times where it doesn't even register so like if you go to your finances within, uh, you know, a franchise you, and you look up, you know, how much are your shirts selling and stuff? They're all called Nike stuff. I'm okay with that yeah. because that's the NFL. You know, that's that's their it thing. It makes sense. But there's a couple other cases I've noticed. So, again, if you anyone's played face of the franchise in the most recent um, Madden 21, there's a, a couple cases where you're like in your dorm room and you're having an argument with your your buddy, Tommy Matthews, or, or the coach walks buddy in. Buddy is a strong one. Yeah, I know, I know. But <laughs> you're your pal, your man, your um, man. You're you know, jerk because he stole your job, um, even though you won the championship. I'm not salty. I'm just I'm just disappointed <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I noticed in that case there is a you know there's no reason for it to be there you know they in fact the room is um I think just recently cleaned that was like one of the topics that occurs in that moment of the game but there is still a box that is brown and orange which anyone that's bought Nike shoes knows that is Nike's colors you know brown and orange boxes you'll see that in the background it doesn't say Nike but it's there and just kind of putting that into your mind so Again, in a case like Madden and like a lot of sports games, it's it, it makes more sense just because they do have that long-term agreement. I think Nike has like a seven-year agreement or something till almost 2030. So it makes sense, but it, it's cases like that where I spot them much more easily than I do in other games. So I'd love to hear other games that you guys have too where that's happened.
1: Uh, I mean, for me personally, as far as product placement, I typically tend to dislike it, hate it even, Uh, especially in movies and TV. I know we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier before Mm. we started recording. But if it makes sense, I'm okay with it. Like, I think about games like the Skate Series or Tony Hawk, where you have those skate brands in there. You have Mm -hmm. DC, you have Indies, you have, you know, Real, you have... All of these companies, and I mean, that's what you're doing. You're skating. You're marketing the game towards a particular group of people that are interested in this that will buy those products, Mm -hmm. um, and that people that don't still recognize them and see them and would want to buy it and wear it and use it.
0: Yeah, and and I think um, it was particularly effective on me when I was a kid playing Tony Hawk (laughs) games. (laughs) Because I know everybody had to have like some sort of Tony Hawk shoe. Like everyone always had Airwalks or DCs or Vans or you know whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh Vans. I I I think I wore Vans all the way up into college. uh, There was a lot of
2: (laughs) there was a lot of teenage angst uh, in those (laughs) Vans shoes.
1: (laughs) Bright eyes and cry.
0: (laughs) Um, They were. You know what? It was just what was most accessible to me. Okay, they fit well. I still wear Vans. I'm 32 years old. Just kidding. Yeah, you know, it's, it, it's it's funny because games about like skateboarding are almost particularly driven that way, like you said, yeah. Megan. Mm-hmm. And then I had the thought in my head almost as a joke, but it actually kind of proliferates that there's <laughs> actually the opposite of that, which is a game made by a sponsorship. Yeah. A.K.A. Crayola Scoot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bringing it back. With Crayola uh... right in the name. Which actually is a very fun game for Switch. It doesn't cost much money. But um, <laughs> it is actually very fun. I agree with that. It's and and it's it's a very different take on things. But it it's interesting that those games exist out there like Crayola Scoot or Burger King's Sneak King mm-hmm. or Chex Quest <laughs> and stuff like that. Like we're growing oh my god almost we're growing up we're growing (laughs) old i guess in a a world where corporations can just create this sort of content and have it be absorbed and i think placement product placement is actually probably less effective Mm. than those companies that are just being bold and going all in on saying hey here's sneak king the burger king game like well, I'm
2: o- here's the thing i'm okay with games like that existing because that's just a game that if you decide you like and they put out a you know a product for you 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 know you're you're the expectations there what bothers me and i i don't have a case of this but i think you both might is like imagine if you're playing something like the last of us and ellie finds a candy bar and she pulls it up, and it's like Snickers or something. And you know what I mean? Like
0: that's Joel. Oh my God, a racist piece. Yeah, she'll be like,
2: "What? Th- like what kind of thing is this?" And Joel walks up. Well, I remembered those. Whatever. You know, Let me like, tell
0: you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, wasn't there? Wasn't there actually a thing about like Twinkies or something? Uh,
2: well, that was in uh, Zombie Land. In
0: um, well, I know that was in Zombie Land, but I, th- I Oh no, it was coffee that Joel was always after. Yeah, yeah, specific he uh, coffee. Type. And it, I
2: he was, may even I was mention combining those some kind of food or something. Thing. Or, or drink, I forget. It,
1: it might be Twinkies or something like that. And and I know they plugged their own games shamelessly, like in yes. yes. The Last of Us Two <laughs> when you're in Ellie's room. I think there's a a copy of Jack and Daxter mm-hmm. sitting on a shelf near TV.
0: I see. I think that's okay because that's just like a nod to right. your own stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. it's kind of like how Pokemon games feature like a console in the yeah. main right. character's bedroom or whatever. It's like ah, eh, fine, yeah. whatever. It's it's very minor, right? It's or like, like the
1: that. the Vita scene, um, the the PlayStation Vita scene. Uh, the person I think is playing uh, Hotline Miami.
0: What, what game is this? In?
1: It uh, so The Last of Us Two. Um, it's like maybe halfway through the game. Ellie comes remember. upon one of uh, the wolves and they're playing a PlayStation Vita and the game that they're playing in the PlayStation Vita is hotline Miami.
0: Oh, right. I did not even notice no, that. No, I, I remember <laughs> when you're, you're talking about that.
2: Cause like she, doesn't yeah. she come out of the water or something? Like she sneaks yeah, into the room. You come room, out of something? the water. She's yeah. like
1: chilling out and you sneak up on her. And then you also see her again, spoilers when you're playing as Abby, uh, yep. You're in, like, the cafeteria. The person is playing the same exact game.
2: I think now that mm-hmm. we're in 2021, we don't have to worry about spoilers. I think it's the last of us two. <laughs> but I, I agree. Yeah, that, I do remember those those scenes as well. I don't mind them, but I don't quite under... Like, is it a way for the company to make more money just flat out? Is right. it to keep the cost down? Because, you know, games have not kept up with the cost they take to develop as mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. That's why you're seeing, as we mentioned in, like, a months ago in a previous podcast episode we talked about you know alphas you know for you know kickstarter fundraising basically or we've talked about um, dlcs or other kinds of patches or other kinds of you know things like you see in ea games um, all those extra packs and stuff you can buy so i don't know if they're doing the product placement for that purpose to keep the cost down you know or are they doing it for extra money like it's it's be interesting to kind of know why they do those things yeah. exactly.
0: I think that's sort of the difference to me also between like a Naughty Dog game featuring a Jack and Daxter yeah. disc mm-hmm. just laying somewhere and like Madden having Snickers all over it, right. or even, you know, Megan. I'm almost surprised you didn't bring this one up, Death Stranding. Oh, that was
1: coming. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't intend to steal your thunder <laughs> there since I've only played a couple hours of that game and then went, no.
1: No, but yeah, everyone's favorite walking simulator and FedEx delivery game, um, Death Stranding. Uh, that game in particular, because it's like this post apocalyptic landscape where you're rebuilding society and connecting the internet. And in your like little bunker, you uh, have an advertisement for AMC's. Um, what is what is it ride with Norman Reedus? Ride. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. Which does that exist in this world? Is there cable television? Is AMC still a thing? And Monster Energy drink?
0: Yeah. See, those are just things that break the world for me yeah it doesn't make sense and that that's where it bothers me because when you look at like last of us 2 and it's like here's a jack and daxter disc cool yeah you're telling me that once upon a time you know playstations were around and and they had these that's fine that doesn't bug me but when you're slamming monster energy drink into my face every three (laughs) seconds or the shower stalls randomly have ads for a real world television series What are you doing? I get it. The president's your mom and you forgot about that. But, <laughs> you know, everything else is just
1: really I, yeah. weird that that in that case, product placement bothers me. I don't understand it. It doesn't have a point, And I feel like you were probably given some type of, you know,
0: incentive, incentive
1: to have it in the game.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna draw off that for the one thing that sticks out in my mind that I'm sure you guys aren't aware of, which is my favorite game of all time, The Matrix Online, which I was a hardcore player of for mm-hmm. years and years and years.
1: I've never heard you talk about it.
0: I've never. <laughs> when the when the game came out, they actually had a sponsored deal with Rockaware. Okay. Okay. And okay. there were all of these Rockaware outfits in the game. They look like crap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's Rockaware.
0: And well, and here's the thing like, so much of the Matrix is the fashion of the Matrix right. and the style of clothes. Mm-hmm. Rock Aware is not that style, but they had specific buffs that were attached to all of the clothing and whatnot. So, in many situations, it was the best thing to wear, mm-hmm. which meant that there were a ton of people out there in the game wearing Rock Aware clothing, <laughs> even to the end of the game. And it's just one of the stranger kind of things that I've seen in a game like that and of course that is a sponsored partnership deal and and one other thing that they actually did in that game actually it was a bit of a famous move but they had these different signs around the city that were used early on in live events and stuff like that but at a certain point they repurposed them into advertising space so you'd see ads for like Intel processors and huh. uh, I think Jack in the Box bought ads. It's and funny you mentioned this, Tom. I
2: have, uh, that was my next one that I, I just thought of and you, you kind of go right into it. So for anyone who played Counter-Strike, they are probably, <laughs> if they've been listening to this, just waiting for me to tell a tale about the time <laughs> that Valve decided that they wanted to update the game To include advertisements on the walls of the various maps which I'm okay with a tournament you know putting something in there if it like at least makes somewhat sense so like on a map if there's a sign that says Mountain Dew or something like that I'm okay with that because you know they might be sponsored you know the ESL or um, Dreamhack or any other of the major uh, tournaments I'm okay generally speaking with that but it really frustrated me when I remember Valve put in those you know th- those banners basically and and then you would see all kinds of ads for like buy your your CS:GO or your CS 1.6 server from this you know server company or go get this game or whatever and they were so distracting they were massive things on the wall like it totally took you out of the element it um certain character skins could blend in on certain uh, certain uh, um, advertisements which was incredibly frustrating so I know that they had to actually rescind that I don't remember how quickly they did it but uh, because it's been like 15 years since this happened something like that but um, I know they ultimately did not do that going forward so you see it still in tournaments in CSGO once in a while you'll see like a Mountain Dew on like a wall or something that they've put in on that version of the map but they but valve themselves do not do that I know that for sure
0: well i I would imagine you know like you said it gets distracting in that situation and I would imagine that's kind of the case where you expect almost like not a tournament i guess tournament isn't the right way to put it but kind of like a standard map layout yep. you expect things to stay constant. Yep. And if you see something that's different, it sticks out to you when you're looking for enemies and stuff like that. Yeah, it'll, it'll get to I think
2: they were only in that in the case of CS:GO. Now, I think the only time you see those is all, usually on the floor, um, and only through the spectator cameras. Is not in the map itself like it was back in one oh. point six. So it's it's not that's as bad. Cool. Um, you know that that definitely helps for the um, the players themselves. They're not distracted. But they can, you know, definitely take, you know, spectators out of their element when they're watching these these games. You'll see like Mountain Dew on the ground, you're just like, oh come on, or Intel. Intel's obviously a huge sponsor of CSGO. Or at least in the past, and specifically with ESL it has been. You'll see Intel on the wall or something. You're like, come on, like you're really distracting me from watching this game.
1: Yeah. I, I don't like when it when it either breaks the wall in the world that the game is creating or it's distracting you from what you're actually doing. It, yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I would completely agree with that. I think those are really the cases. I mean, I I'm not against anybody going out and get their money. No, Let me just say that for first. And if and it foremost. keeps the games
2: at you know that fifty sixty dollar price or even cheaper, that, I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: and I I think especially with with games like, um, you know tournament competitions such as counter-strike mm-hmm. or starcraft things like that you obviously need those partnership deals as branding deals to kind of keep tournaments going and to keep life into games that are already mm-hmm. many years old Definitely. yeah that's just kind of how that life exists i honestly even distractions included and everything like that in tournament settings and whatnot in those games i think i'm more forgiving of that than i am of norman reedus's monster energy addiction <laughs> i agree and and cameos uh, listen you get because beer I later think... <laughs> oh you get beer later yeah is it is it like sam adams or real something real world beer <laughs> yeah uh,
1: i i didn't go far enough to investigate whether or not it's real i don't think it is but you find like a a farm that is making their own beer later in the game well nice. it's also yeah. if you,
0: conan o'brien's out there yeah too, it, it, so. it is
1: yeah just i just <laughs> imagine
2: that scene being like Hey, we're crafting beer. We're trying to renew Budweiser, or redo Budweiser. <laughs> you know, this just looks like <laughs> very specific. Like, we are. It looks. This is uh, really delicious. He, looked, Budweiser. <laughs> like, you know, he it's looks Budweiser. Like, you
0: the camera as he says you know? it, and it like if you have subtitles on, it shows up in red and a Clydesdale horse rides. <laughs> and by. there's a
1: trademark. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's 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 funny um, thinking of that. Actually, just reminded me of Final Fantasy 15. Does yes. a ton of that with Cup Noodle and whatnot. Oh, Cup God.
1: Noodle, Coleman camping gear.
0: I think it even sticks out more in a game like that yes. because Final Fantasy really has a tradition, and and I think this is what bugs me is the tradition of
1: Fantasy? creating
0: a whole new world, yep. yeah, where everything is self-contained, and if you create a product brand, it's a an imagined brand mm-hmm. that has its own life behind it, yeah. Whereas Cup Noodle, who cares? Like mm-hmm. it's just you know some executive paid. Uh, square x amount of dollars to put up billboards for cup noodle yeah. and put yeah. it in as a food item and it's
1: not only billboards you can actually buy in one of the bigger cities there's a food truck and you can buy cup noodle food to consume for hp
0: yeah which you know what i'm not opposed to eating you know fast food noodles <laughs> but like the branding is what throws it off because yeah. it says like you know when you're when you're in a final fantasy game you're not in this world you're in another one
1: it's a fantasy world
0: (laughs) just you know it just seems really bizarre that hey i live in this fantasy world but over here the same man created the same company of cup noodles (laughs) and coleman camping gear what frustrates me about that is i
2: only played up until like truthfully up until nine though you know my my brother um played ten so i did see a little bit of that but what frustrates me is throughout those to my knowledge at least, the only time there was quote product placement was when like you could run into cloud in nine, you know, mm-hmm. when he was in seven and it was more like, oh, a yeah. you know, old age cloud or you could, you know, run into sit like in every game, you know, in some yep. capacity. So like I was okay with those kind of cases where like you're staying in the world of the final fantasy genre but like when you go outside yeah. of it and you start pulling in other characters from other games you develop or or things like that it, it takes you completely out of the element you know elements of that of final fantasy the world of final fantasy and all mm-hmm. of them are unique so it's it's weird
0: There there's a, a difference between a tactful nod to your own work yes and a obvious corporate insert yep. they're getting paid from captain yep. Dollar bill yep. Yep. yeah definitely i complete. completely
2: um. that's a great way to summarize it and i'm i'm fine with people putting like you know if square puts another one of their games in a final fantasy even like as a little you know alarm clock or something like that or or whatever the case might be that's that's kind of like a, oh yeah i'm playing final fantasy but like mm-hmm. you know and and also the other thing too is it might be a nod to the other developers in their company's work so like the people that made The Last of Us are probably not the same people that made Jack and Daxter or, you know, whatever right. else. And that's kind of cool that you give a nod to your other, you know, co-workers or former works of your company. But it's, it's sure. weird when you're just like, oh, yeah, here's Cup of Noodle, you know, mm-hmm. go yeah. buy more. It, it gives you max HP.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and I almost wonder if that how much insistence from the corporate sponsor is what creates that result. Or if the partnership was forged and the development team just had no idea how to do it subtly, and the writing is a way to do it subtly. The writing team, definitely. Yeah. How how much writing do you do around Cup Noodle as our partner, though? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I, I just and I I bet you a lot of them come late in the process too. I I absolutely agree with that. And and I just wonder, you know, it's just something that goes through my head. Hey, I'm Square. I just found out that our VP of sales got an agreement with Cup Noodle. How do I get this into my game in a way that will both not piss off players and satisfy my corporate sponsors so they don't want money back? Billboards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think you see it All a lot of
2: post-apocalyptic things. You see you know, billboards of the old items, or you see that on the ground of those games, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. you know, it's funny. I think the billboards are still too bold.
2: Especially if they're in like pristine condition. They should be like torn apart or faded or something like that, at least to put it into the world.
0: I think if you're going to have fun with it, and I think the difference is, you know, in the examples that we talked about in The Last of Us 2, it's like an Easter egg. Mm -hmm. It's just something that's happening along the way for a moment. And I think that's much more forgivable than it being ubiquitous with the game. I'm sure the corporate partnerships want it to be ubiquitous. (laughs) But if, you know, you could just get Cup Noodle at like a food stall or something like that and it were a relatively common thing you could get at a food stall, I think that's more forgivable. Just like Monster Energy Drink. If you were playing uh, Death Stranding and you just you Know, could buy Monster Energy drink here and there, mm-hmm. and it didn't just show up in ads every 10 seconds. Or it was like a
2: rare or make it like yeah, a, a exactly. specific character is obsessed with it, not the main, just like yeah. a side character. Yeah. Like if your sponsor is, I don't know, Budweiser, like you know, and, and you, I know that they probably wouldn't be able to sponsor do this. us, Budweiser. but there's like an alcoholic who's drinking Budweiser all the time. I know they probably couldn't do that, but that's the kind of concept right. that I would say with Monster or with anything else
0: um make it a make it a little quest where if you bring if you bring him an energy drink that you find out in <laughs> the the wastes of the america yeah. like it um, gives you something cool like the guy in
2: know? uh left for dead uh, 2 who wanted the cola <laughs> and you the <either> bring up to the bring him the <laughs> yes. pack of coca-cola That's i don't all think I'm it saying. actually says coca-cola I'd,
0: but you know
1: but you
2: but i said it so now say. it's sponsored right I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> Throw all the money at us. We're not light like games. We'll take your dollar bills. Listen,
1: just bring back cool dot. Oh
0: yeah. uh, cool
1: spot? Your cool spot, yeah. The uh the seven up <laughs> yeah. They didn't even I,
0: I think alright, I think it said seven up on like the health
1: things. Yeah, I think like so. when
0: you got like a one up it was a seven up. Uh-huh. But I think that was it. Yeah. Like there wasn't even that much branding in that game.
1: <laughs> I mean you wore the the dot.
0: You were the dot from the
1: branding, yeah. But
0: but how? Let's let's be real. <laughs> how much how much of a character is the dot from the Seven Up logo?
1: <laughs> Slap some shades
0: on him character. and give him hands. I remember playing that game. That game's not bad. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Do you guys have anything else uh, we want to cover no, on this topic? I think to summarize, no. it
2: sounds like we are okay with it in sports games for the most part because it kind of makes sense, you know. Um, NFL. and I and would the like. like to
0: see. I would like to see more in sports games because only seeing Snickers over and over and over <laughs> no, again feels really weird. So throw, throw me Pizza Hut and Twix. Yeah. I'll, I'll take whatever you got.
2: Yeah, I think we're, but generally speaking in competitive things, we're okay as long as long as it's not distracting in some way. Yeah. Um. And then maybe in certain, especially apocalyptic games, it sounds like we'd be okay as long as it fits in with the context the of the world that we're in. For
0: sure. I think you hit it. Distracting is the main word. Yep. Don't yeah. be distracting with your with your content sponsorships, sponsoring partners. Learn to let your game developers work with subtlety and maintain that creative control that will make players not hate you for paying to, <laughs> to get advertising into yep. their game.
2: And keep the price down. Like if it's working to keep you know the cost down of games or whatever. I'm generally speaking, you know, appreciative of that to keep you know more. Uh, especially younger people who don't have as much money, you know, the ability to keep buying games and, you know, yeah. seeing what you've built. So I think that that's my, a good thing too.
0: My one caveat that I don't think we really touched on, don't ever force me to watch an advertisement oh, <laughs> in your game for a product. Good point, good point. Never. If I am paying you money for it, I don't want to watch an ad for it. If it's some free game, whatever, but yeah, I, I, that's, that's my Murphy's Law of Advertising right there. Definitely a good point. Alright, well thank you guys uh, as always and to you as always listeners, check us out on the podcatcher of your choosing. Check us out on YouTube at Joypad. Check us out, talk with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at JoyPad Pod. Uh, email us at JoypadPod uh, at gmail.com uh, Am I missing anything there? Was that all the things? Just the slogan, bro. I
1: think that's all the things. Did we, did we plug the YouTubes?
0: We did. I sure did. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the slogan, as always, is stay cold, drink a Coca Cola. <laughs> uh, <laughs> stay joyful, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>